Hi, everybody. This is Alan Elman, the Blue Collar Investor, and welcome to this BCI podcast number 24, titled Using Covered Call Writing and Stock Dividends in Low Interest Rate Environments, Generating Three Potential Income Streams with Each Trade. In June of 2020, interest rates were historically low. The yield on the 10-year Treasury was well under 1%. There was really no other way to make money other than in the stock market, and that's why stock dividends were so appealing. A lot of people came to me and asked me how we can integrate these stock dividends along with covered call writing to generate the highest possible returns in our stock portfolios. And that is the basis of this podcast. So let's have a look first at our strategy analysis. We're going to look to purchase top-performing blue-chip stocks. These are the stocks that generally provide consistent and reliable dividends. We're going to reevaluate our bullish assumption on these stocks on a monthly basis. So if a stock begins underperforming, we could remove it from our portfolio and move on to better performers we're gonna look to capture the quarterly corporate dividends that many of these stocks generate. We're also gonna incorporate options. We're gonna sell out of the money call options, covered call writing, if you will, to generate call premium and allow for additional share appreciation. So if we looked at an overview of this strategy, we have the potential for three income streams with each trade, one from the dividend, one from the call premium, and one from share appreciation. Now, dividend distributions are generally quarterly. There are exceptions, but most blue chip stocks have quarterly dividends. And we must own the shares prior to the ex-dividend date in order to be eligible to capture these dividends. Now, the ex-dividend date always occurs prior to the pay or distribution date. So we have to be aware of when that ex-dividend date is. And a reliable resource, also a free one, is DividendInvestor.com. That's the one we use for our premium members when we formulate our stock and blue chip reports. Now, if you go to this website, you will get a lot of information relating to the dividends. For example, uh, in May of 2020 for Microsoft, while it was trading at $180.53, the website uh, told us that the yield, the annual yield from Microsoft dividends is 1.13%, about double what we were getting for the 10-year treasury at that time. Now, the ex-dividend date was May 20th. So we would have to own shares of Microsoft prior to May 20th to be able to capture that corporate dividend for that particular quarter. The pay date was June 11th. So generally speaking, the X date is prior to the dividend pay date. Now, let's talk for a moment about selecting these blue chip stocks. We want uh, blue chip stocks that are outperforming the market, the market being the S&P 500. I like to use two timeframes, a three-month and a one-year timeframe. So we have both a short and a longer-term analysis of the price performance of these stocks. We also want to be diversified. We don't want to own just one or two stocks. We'd like to own as many as we can 
from our list of eligible blue chip stocks that meet the amount of cash we have to invest. And we're gonna to try to allocate a similar amount of cash to each position. Now, the BCI team uh, puts out a, every month a blue chip report of, of the Dow 30 best performing stocks. And uh, for the June 2020 contracts, as an example, the S&P 500 had been down 16% in the past three months due to the coronavirus crisis and uh, flat for the previous 12 months, 0%. Now, there were uh, several of these uh, Dow 30 stocks that were outperforming the S&P 500 in both of these timeframes. I'll quickly uh, list them for you. Apple Home Depot, Intel, Johnson & Johnson, Microsoft, Procter & Gamble, United Health, Visa, and Walmart. They all were outperforming the S&P 500 in both timeframes. Okay, so let's say that's the basis for our stock selection. We chose those securities. What about the option? Well, we're gonna use one month expirations. Uh, one month expirations, all the options we sell expire at the same time, make it user friendly. And one month gives us a chance to reevaluate our bullish assumption 12 times a year. It gives us an opportunity to circumnavigate around both ex-dividend dates and earnings dates. The ex-dividend date being the most common reason for early exercise of our options, which we want to avoid. Frequently, we could use weekly options that particular month to circumnavigate around those ex-dividend dates and earnings dates. Now we're gonna use out of the money strikes to allow for share appreciation. Now, which strike is that? Well, we have to define what our time value return goal range is for that month. Uh, reasonable for blue chip stocks would be somewhere between one to 2%, could be a little bit higher or a little bit lower. Now, at that point in time, looking at the, mic the option chain for Microsoft, uh, which was trading again at 180.61, the five-week expiration for the 185 out-of-the-money strike uh, had a bid price of 485, and the 190 deeper out-of-the-money strike had a bid price of 291. Now, if we fed that information into the multiple tab of the Elman calculator, it would tell us the following. The 185 out-of-the-money strike had a initial time value return of 2.7%, a little bit higher than our goal of one to two, with upside potential of 2.4% for the month. So there's a potential there for 5.1% five-week return. Now the 190 deeper out of the money strike had a return on our option or initial time value return of 1.6% within our one to 2% goal and an upside potential of 5.2%. So there's a possibility of a 6.8% five-week return for the 190 strike. Either one would suffice. Uh, <clears throat> if I was a little more bullish, I would go with the 190, and in more normalized market conditions, I would go with the 185. Now, what about managing our trades? You know, we did stock selection, we did option selection. What about management? Well. One of the things we want to do is avoid that ex-dividend date. So the most common reason for early exercise uh, would be for a retail investor to exercise the option to capture our dividend. 
and that day would be the day prior to the X date. So we should not have an option in place the day prior to the X dividend date. And the same thing holds for earnings reports. We don't want to have an option in place uh, when there's an upcoming earnings report. If you'd like, you can own the stock, let the earnings report pass, and then write the call option the day after the earnings report. And a reliable resource for defining earnings report dates would be earningswhispers.com. And of course, we have our exit strategy arsenal. Uh, that's uh, detailed in all of my books and DVDs and way beyond the scope of this podcast. Now, as far as uh, early exercise relating to ex-dividend dates, uh, I mentioned dividendinvestor.com as being a good, reliable resource. We could sell the option the day of or the day after the ex-date for that particular month. And you can also use weekly options to circumnavigate. So as an example, if the ex-date was the third week of a four-week contract, we could sell weekly options on weeks one and two, not write an option on week three, and then come back on week four. And then you can go back to monthlies until the next quarterly dividend is coming up. Now, I mentioned the exit strategy arsenal is beyond the scope of this presentation, but just let me quickly mention some of the headings that we need to master. Uh, the 20%, 10% guidelines uh, dictates when to buy back an option if the price of the stock is declining. We could then move to hit a double, generate a second income stream by reselling the same option, rolling down to a lower strike, or selling the stock if something, some information comes out that dictates that, that process. Uh, the mid-contract unwind exit strategy, where we sell the position when the stock price has gone way up and enter a new one. Uh, once again, all these are detailed in my books and DVDs. We could roll our options if the strike is in the money as expiration is approaching, both out or out and up. Once again, we could reevaluate our bullish assumptions every single month. So let me summarize. In a low interest rate environment, we can establish a strategy with three potential income streams for each trade. One, from dividend distributions, another from option premiums, and a third from share appreciation. Now, success is dependent on mastering the three required skills. You've heard me say this over and over and over again. We must master stock selection, option selection, and position management before risking even one penny of the hard-earned money in these trades. Now, to really master the strategy of covered call writing or selling cash secured puts for that matter, go to the bluecollarinvestor.com slash store where we have all of these educational products available. Uh, free resources, uh, we have a newsletter that we publish every week. If you go to the blog page of our website, just fill in that form on the right-hand side and you'll receive our free newsletter via email every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, and there's a, a myriad of other free resources on the bluecollarinvestor.com website. So there you have it, BCI podcast number 24. Um, I wanna thank everybody for attending and uh, listening and watching this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you make some money from it. As always, this is Alan Elman, the Blue Collar Investor. Take care, everybody.